0: This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. A victim of domestic violence who survived and later thrived with her own successful business says survivors of domestic abuse should not let the experience define them. It's
1: hard to talk to people about domestic violence because you're afraid, you don't want to be judged. You don't want someone thinking, why didn't you leave that situation sooner? Why would you put yourself in that kind of situation?
0: Then, those online product reviews, can they be trusted? A researcher says there are many fake reviews on websites, so buyer beware. They might be able to file charges against them, but if it's a small seller in China, more likely the seller, if charged, would just sort of disappear and then pop back up under a new name. Those two stories and more are coming your way on this week's show. InfoTrack begins right after this. Infotrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. Abusive relationships and domestic violence can make a victim feel there's no escape. But one woman not only left such a relationship, but achieved her dream of owning a successful business. Here with the inspiring story, Infotrack's Gina Tedesco. Gina? Thanks, Chris. As many as one in
2: four women and one in nine men are victims of domestic violence in the U.S., according to recent research. The abuse can lead to a trail of destruction or, says our next guest, with the proper support and effort, you can turn your situation around. Joining us now is Penny Crockett, an abuse survivor and author of Dangerous Love, From Battered to Boss Lady. Her company's beverage, Penny's Tea, is sold throughout the U.S., and she's a former professor of health sciences. Penny, it seems that escaping an abusive environment is the first step toward change. Was it difficult to summon the courage to get yourself and your daughter to safety?
1: I will say yes. It took a lot of courage to do that. At the time, I didn't know that I was going through a domestic violence situation. So by the time I realized it, and by the time I needed the help, I knew immediately that I wanted to save me and my children.
2: And how do survivors learn to believe in themselves and chase their dreams?
1: You have to want more for yourself. You have to know that domestic violence is something that happened to you. It's not who you are, and it does not define you, meaning that you can keep going. There is life afterwards.
2: What are some of the mental issues, such as low self-esteem, that abuse victims can suffer and must address? some
1: of the issues that occurred to me, I did have low self-esteem because he made me have low self-esteem. I didn't feel smart. Even though I was a college professor, I didn't feel smart. I wasn't happy with myself. I used to tell people that I was a dead woman walking because I wore black every day and I wasn't happy. So I really had to change my mindset and begin to give myself affirmations daily to get out of
2: that, such as I am enough. I am loved. I am a survivor. And you talked about calming the inner critic. Is that a piece of the puzzle here? Oh,
1: absolutely. I had to just make the positive changes within myself and not let my situation define what happened to me because it's not
2: who I am as a person. I'm so much more. You talked about having PTSD. So... How crucial is it to get professional help and are services available for low-income women and men?
1: Yes, services are available. I did go through a lot after that situation. I had counseling for four years. Counseling is so important because it helped shape me into the survivor that I am today, whereas I can talk about my situation and that I can save lives. And speaking on Low income. It doesn't matter what your income level is because the help is available. They can call 1-800-799-SAFE.
2: 1-800-799-SAFE. And is that a government organization? It's the National Coalition for a Domestic Violence Hotline. And they'll be able to get directed to resources through that phone number? Absolutely. So let me switch over to another area. You talk about having a good support system. If you have, let's say, escaped to a shelter for battered women, how do you begin to build a support system?
1: My first support person was my counselor. That was the person that I was very vulnerable and open with. I didn't have the support outside of that in the beginning. It's hard to talk to people about domestic violence because you're afraid. You don't want to be judged. You don't want someone thinking, why didn't you leave that situation sooner? Why would you put yourself in that kind of situation? So most domestic violence survivors, people don't know that they're going through it out of the embarrassment or someone don't understand. Or you don't even have the name for it being called domestic violence in the first place. You thinking you're in a bad relationship with a really bad person.
2: We're visiting with Penny Crockett, an abuse survivor, And author of Dangerous Love, From Battered to Boss Lady, her company's beverage, Penny's Tea, is sold throughout the United States. Penny, if you were to pick, say, three things that abuse survivors must do to recover, what might they be?
1: One, seek counseling, do journaling, and daily affirmations. All of those things helped me get through to the next. I definitely had to tell myself that I was a great person. I didn't deserve this to happen to me because sometimes the other person might not give you that validation that you need and we have to validate
2: ourselves. So go to counseling, journaling, and daily affirmations. So journaling, talk to us about what that is and how that works.
1: I wrote down my feelings and that's how my book came about. I began to express myself in ways that I probably wasn't able to talk about it to my mom or to my family members and friends. It was that personal thing, one-on-one, something that I just had to express. And that was the best way for me to do it was to put it on paper.
2: And is it helpful to, in a sense, get it out of you? In other words, it's not locked inside anymore. Is that helpful? It is helpful
1: because it helps you to release I had to release the pain that I was suffering and to break that shell and get out of that metamorphic state of mindset.
2: So suppose you're recovering from abuse, but don't know how to pick your next goal in life. What do you do? Talk to somebody.
1: And once again, I keep going back to counseling because you might not know what your next goal is going to be. And it's okay if you don't know. It's not a good thing and it's not a bad thing. But it's something that you can discuss with someone to help you figure it out. We don't always have all the answers. And it's okay to not be okay,
2: to not have all of the answers. And we hear people talk about sort of, shall we say, grandiose ideas about what their goal should be, reaching for the stars or something like that. But does that put too much pressure on a person? Can a goal be more modest and reachable?
1: Oh, absolutely. I believe every goal can be modest and reachable and obtainable, but your goals are what you make it. I believe you should have short term goals as well as your long term goals. You can do a 30 day goal plan and see what that look like and then maybe do some quarterly and what your goals is going to look like a year from now. And it's okay because they all are within reach and are very
2: obtainable. Now, you started your own company, as I mentioned. For people hearing this who want to start their own companies, how do you get the skills and the money to launch a business?
1: Well, because I was a college professor, I had a pretty hefty savings and 401 account, and I had good credit. But if you don't have a good savings, if you don't have good credit, there's funding available where you can raise capital. There's so many different ways to raise free capital, And to get different funding. And a lot of projects don't cost a lot of money. It really depends on what it is that you're trying to do. Some things can cost as little as $100 to get started. The point is, you just have to start.
2: And have to try and have to put yourself out there. It sounds like a mentor would be helpful as well. Now, I mentioned earlier that Penny's Tea, that product, is sold in 26 states. You give a percentage of the proceeds to a crisis center that saved you and your daughter. How fulfilling is it to give back in that way?
1: Oh, uh, It's such a great fulfilling. I even want to build onto that particular shelter another wing. When Penny's Tea get to where we're going, I will build another wing on because those people believed in me, and they helped me through a really bad time in my life. And so I continue to want to give back. And it's to the point that I'm going to open up my own manufacturing plant where I will hire women that's been in an abusive situation to give them their own independence and to let them know that there is life after domestic
2: violence. Penny Crockett, author of Dangerous Love, From Battered to Boss Lady. Thanks so much for joining us today and sharing your story. You are so welcome. Thank you so much for having me. For InfoTrack, I'm Gina Tedesco.
0: Next, can you trust online product reviews? That story, coming up. You're listening to InfoTrack. More after this.